All right, my friends, it's time for the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on Sports Hub 102.3 and BC Sports Radio. My name is Freddie. I am the insignificant, significant one. I am the anti-DJ, if you will. I am the Grand Marshal in the Parade of Ville, and I'm glad to be here driving this boat, this beer geek boat. Got Dirty Derek now. here. How you doing today, Dirty Derek? I'm lovely. It's getting close to Halloween. And look what they found <laughs> over here. there. Mr. I'm Billy. <laughs> Backyard Billy What's from up? Backyard Ale House in downtown Scranton. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I'm sure a lot of good stuff has been going on in downtown Scranton. When my good friend has to be MIA for a little while, I know that he's really, really <laughs> busy night with happened. the rest of the gang. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Billy boy. I was in a mood today. I was like, where's my Billy? I didn't hear from him yesterday. I know things were going on. And then Dirty Derek brought me a belated birthday gift and saved the <laughs> oh, world today. Yeah, I forgot it last saved week. Saved the <laughs> world today. What a gentleman. He's a gentleman and a scholar. Yes, he yeah, is. Don't tell people, though. Don't tell no. people I care. We don't want to let that cat out of the bag, Billy. Yeah, right? We're afraid somebody might step on its tail. It's good to see you, man. It's and, good to be seen. And I'm sure a lot of people are buzzing about Backyard Ale House lately. I know when you get those heat lamps out there on that patio yeah, and it's time to get that up, tent up. We're in we're in winter mode right now. You're or... giving people the pleasure of partying in the outdoors uh, right there in the middle of downtown Scranton and that happens at Backyard Ale House. So check out the menu and the many, many craft beers. My boy Billy over here, Backyard Billy as I like to refer to him, has in store for you. Good stuff. Dirty Derek, what do you have on our, oh. on our agenda today? We have a lot today. Uh, well, I shouldn't say a lot in numbers as in uh, volume, but we have a lot in alcohol content today. All right. Uh, we're getting into, you know, this is kind of a, a Halloween celebration, if you will. They're not necessarily all beers that are only available around now, but they are. They have that uh, scary good feeling to them, I guess we'll say. S- scary, scary good. And scary, scary alcohol content yeah. to them. And it, it's, a, it's a telling sign because the first one we're starting out with, this is from Star Hill. This is their Sabbath Black IPA, and this is the... Uh, the light one we're starting out with is 7.9%. So that kind of tells, uh, you know, I've been posting. It's going to be an interesting second half of the show. I guess we'll just. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to take that, my friends. I guess it's pretty cool. We're, everybody's. You know, yeah. it's, it reminds me of those those cartoon or those uh, pictures that they show when, uh, you know, people are consuming alcohol and they're writing, right. you know, and, and after one drink and two drinks. I wonder what we're going to sound like at oh, the end of this I, show. That's what's always fun is putting. <laughs> He's up online after listening back, like, yep, that's, that's, <laughs> that's it when it went in. sideways. Yep, it's kind of like when you watch the tests they do in the Air Force and in the Navy for captains of the ships, where they yeah. they de- the compression chambers to see how people will react to that change of atmosphere, like lack of oxygen in the air. Maybe you could look at listening to a Beer Geeks Radio Hour show. Show something. If we start to make matters. more well, sense, we're, as we're full of hot air. More than <laughs> oh man, I'm psyched. Up before we get to the beers, dirty Derek, we have a slew of giveaways as well today. Want to tell us real quick what you brought in? Yeah, we have a, a ton. Cause, you know, it's Halloween. It's my Halloween, favorite time of year. man. Look we at these some, cool skull, skull glasses. Cups. Yep, we got some skull. We got four. We got a four. All right, of them there. look at that. We got uh, another, you know, wall-mounted coffin-shaped bottle opener. Mm, some nice. stickers from Avery for your beer fridge. 
And I also brought in, uh, this is a nice little plastic spigot. Now, if I did, if you saw the uh, PA Live thing I did, I showed how to make right. a pumpkin keg. Oh, cool. That's the kind of spigot you're going to need. You can make your own pumpkin keg with that one. Which make- is pretty sweet, by the way. Yeah, it was, that was fun. awesome. Have oh, you ever done this before in the past? Of course, I've never made a pumpkin keg. Past. Never? Never. Maybe that's it's, a little it's something. super easy, which is nice because that's, you know, I was, <laughs> I didn't want to do something that's complicated because I didn't want to want to stabbing myself live on the Hey, Billy. <laughs> Emergency room. We need a, yeah. oh, anybody a doctor. And they had that flash up, like, technical awesome. difficulties. <laughs> Dirty Derek, oh, let me man. tell you something, man. Let me tell you, boys, about these coffin uh, wall bottle openers. Real popular. People are walking into my office, and I don't really like that unless you're invited. <laughs> I like to keep that under vampire rules, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, they come in and they're all eyeballing these things. So if you win, you want to make sure you get here and pick up your <laughs> prizes because these are pretty damn cool. This is dead. That, that's so cool. And it's good for a nice little man cave. Just throw it up there or by the beer fridge. You know. And for the numerous amounts of uh, punk rock and hardcore po- uh, yep. posters. Not uh, everybody. Not everybody. Not everybody. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying a few that I have met. I am not. You, this if is you had great that on your posing. wall, you would be the real, yeah. the, be the, the real, deal. the real deal. Yes. Now, the, other, the, other, the other thing we threw in this is kind of when I was looking through, and I thought, you know what? Let's get another one of that vintage beer. Now, this is from you know uh, beer geek alum Patrick Dawson we had on. If you haven't listened to the vintage beer show, go back on iTunes and find that one. There was so much information. That was the one we wish we had, you know, two hours ago. Yeah, through. that was a great show. And that that book's fantastic. I mean, it'll be something that'll kind of tie in with what we're talking about with these beers today, but. Uh, all right, so let's get on with this one. Now, the first one, this is, like I said, this is Star Hill. This is their Sabbath Black IPA. Now, we've had a couple of our Black IPAs on here before. What, what the difference is with the Black IPA versus the regular is, is the malt. That's the main key difference. You know, the hop choices, too, because you're going to want something that doesn't counteract with the, the darker malt. you got to find something that really falls in line with those flavors. So you get a little bit more of a roasted, you know, chocolate characteristic. Not as much of a stout more of like a, a light porter or a brown ale type of, of malt. Yeah, it reminds me of a hoppy brown. Yeah. You know, hopped up brown. You yeah. get a lot of those like really nice, a little, little bit of chocolate, some coffee notes, really nice citrus and pine kind of coming through. This is the first time I've had this one, actually, so I'm having this live for the first time. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's very it's good. good. Star Hill is one of those breweries that they've been slowly, I think they started coming up about two years ago. Mm-hmm. They hit the, yeah, they, hit up, they came up around two years ago. They're out of Virginia, I believe, correct? They are. And yeah. they're actually, they're pretty tied in with the, the music scene. So if you end up going to, you know, some festivals or music festivals, you'll, you'll probably end up seeing a lot of their beer on draft. So. The one a lot of people see around now is their, their pumpkin porter. A lot of people love that boxcar. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of people love that one. is awesome. And, uh, and this one's really nice. I, I, it's... It's got a lot of those nice characteristics. A black IPA is, is a style that if you don't do it right, it's not enjoyable for a lot of people. It's a style that's that's tough for a lot of people to get into to begin with because if you're not a fan of dark beers but you like hoppy beers, it, people tend to try this thinking, oh, well, it's this is IPA, but it's a little different. So if you're not really a fan of, of darker beers, right. it's still worth a try because it has those hops coming through, but... It's one you kind of have to test and find the good entry beer, you know, for that. And this one's, I mean, it's, it's a little higher in ABV with the 7.9, so you have a little more Only. of a heft to it. <laughs> <laughs> Only 7.9%. That's it? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, this is a weak one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, wait till we get later on, oh, right, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, we have some some big, beefy ones coming up later. I'm going to start recording you guys in about 20 minutes. <laughs> wait, why didn't you didn't start in the <laughs> We're not on the, the air. No, oh, I, you're on the air, man. <laughs> I'm talking about getting visual. For oh, all the fine people oh, out there, oh, I'm definitely yeah. going to get a visual. I don't think anybody wants to see that. But. <laughs> so, Billy, you're saying you're really feeling this beer. It's good. Yeah. It, it's um, 
I, it's hard to, to, to decide where it switches from like a hopped up brown ale to what you would call a black IPA. There, I guess it's just a, I it's would say, brewer's the, choice to, yeah. to name it one way or the other. Yeah, so. yeah that's a style that uh, is kind of starting to be more recognized now. That was one there was a whole, if you were like a real beer... I don't want to say beer geeks. I think a like beer snob gets snob, into yeah, yeah, the Cascadian yeah. dark um, ale versus uh, black IPA. Oh, God, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Cascadian <laughs> dark ale versus like the black IPA. Some people get really adamant about like, well, this is what it's supposed to be. And it's like, you know what? Yeah. It really is. It comes down to a choice of what they want to call it. And, you know, they could have labeled this uh, Belgian quad if they wanted to. Yeah. Someone would have poured it and been like, what the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> but like, it really is. It, it's up. There's no <laughs> legislation standing over saying, all right, that's what it is. This is what you put. Yeah. They, they could come up with anything they want. And you've seen there's been a lot of styles that have developed that way by making their own. I mean, just even you know the, the pumpkin ale, the Imperial pumpkin ale. I had like a lesion last week. Like that was the first one they ever came out with that. And they just threw that tag on. And you could really do that with whatever you want. You'll see there are brown IPAs out there. We had Harpoon on a while ago. They have a brown IPA. They call it that. That's not really a style. It's just it's an American brown ale, but there's a lot of differentiation with it stuff. Well, I think they use it as descriptors to, yeah, to get the right that's beer more what it is. in the right hands for somebody so, looking for that so particular style. So when someone style, sees that, yeah. they know what the expectation is. Sure. That's certainly. really what it comes down to is like when someone sees a bottle, that's what it's called. Now I have somewhat of an expectation of what I'm going to get out of that. Because if I don't like IPAs, well, I'm not going to like that, period. So yeah. I'm going to avoid that. But if I like a stout, there's there's all different. And you'll see that a lot of these beers that people just throw on names to them. And that's really what it is. It's just, I don't want to say it's all marketing. I don't want to sound very cynical like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> but there is a lot of that involved with it. But it's more to just get a baseline understanding of this is what the beer is. Mm-hmm. So people have a good idea of it. Like the black IPA, just that in and of itself, you know it's not a regular IPA. It's, it's a descriptor that's a black IPA. So it really has a lot of those different characteristics from a typical IPA. It's still really easy drinking, but I mean, the, the difference with, I think, a, a black IPA a lot of times, it doesn't have as much of a dry finish as an IPA. But I enjoy them. That's cool. <laughs> Very cool, guys. How you feeling over there? Good? Yeah. We're doing good. Yeah, you guys got, yeah, those are nice glasses strong. that you got today, too. Derek, are they different ones that you brought in? No, Billy brought in his own. Well, I, you know, I, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> my, yeah, the pinky does fly now. up in the air, I'll tell you. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, well, and I don't think there's anything wrong well, with it. To be honest <laughs> with you, appropriate glassware is very important to when you're, you know, when you're when you're tasting beer. Sure. Glass, glass, I agree. Glass, glassware has an impact on the flavor. Mm-hmm. And, and what you're getting out of it, so I agree. Uh, you know, <coughs> no. just, just oh, come on, <laughs> come on, man. No, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the deal, man. While you guys are enjoying that, because I know you have a slew of beers that Billy oh, has to taste with you, of course, uh, Dirty Derek. I just want to say, last night I checked out opening night. Little uh, little Theater of Wilkesbury, Derek. Remember, we had Mr. Oh, Parmalee here last week. Very big aficionado as far as craft beer. Knows what he's talking about. And, of course, on Halloween night at midnight, I will be pre- performing in Rocky Horror, picture, uh, Rocky Horror Show at the Little Theater of Wilkesbury. And if I do well enough, guys, they're going to let me do the Sunday matinee oh, on November 2nd. Oh, you be Whoa. seen in daylight. Yeah, definitely. So Wait, I is give... that allowed to be shown during the daytime at all? Like, I, I mean, isn't that like, is well, that a rule? We want to give everybody... 
schedules today, man. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. got to get a that's, shot to see this. true. And remember, I just want to say that I will be part of it, too. So <laughs> you want to give people an opportunity to do so. It opened last night. It was a lot of fun. And I'm only bringing this up not to give them aimless, shameless plugs, but because Mr. Parmalee was uh, uh, complimenting how well we did our show last week and how much fun it was and how much he enjoyed uh, getting to taste the fine beers that Derek provides for us every Fake week. Fake it until you make it. Oh, yeah, man. So I, I was pleased. <laughs> <laughs> and he was introducing me as one of the beer geeks, and it's funny because I don't even drink, and you guys are all the ones that are knocking it out, so know that a lot of people were listening that might not usually listen to our Beer Geeks Radio Hour unless they stumble on it by accident. And uh, <laughs> What are y'all doing here? We got a lot of nice compliments <laughs> <laughs> at the Little Theater of Wilkes-Barre last night. Tonight it happens again at midnight. There's a midnight showing, Rocky Horror Show, and then, of course, next week, um, Halloween night. I'm very much looking forward to that, Billy. Maybe you could break away. I don't know. Maybe see. Well, de- we'll big see. debut. I know Derek might be down with that, right, Dirty Derek? It's, it's midnight on Halloween. I don't know. I might have a thing going on. All right. <laughs> a lot of people might have things going on, but that's the thing you want to make going on. It's a good time. We're going to take a break. We're going to pay some bills. He's going to clean some glasses and open up. What do we have to look forward to after the break, Dirty Derek? Next, we have Undead Party Crasher from Clown, Clown Shoes. Shoes. And if you Fantastic want... Fantastic All right. So we're going to have a lot of fun with this next segment then, boys. Or should I say... You guys are going to have a lot of fun with this next segment. Oh, you'll have fun watching. Oh, I'm going to have a blast. I'm going to go charge my phone and start getting some of that uh, nasty iPhone 4 film that so many people are uh, threatened with every day. It's on your backs next. And... uh We'll see you when we're coming back. Break. Have you been searching for the perfect engagement ring or an exquisite gift for a special occasion? Rainbow Jewelers is where you'll find it. Rainbow Jewelers, consistently voted the number one jeweler in the Wyoming Valley, has a large selection of GIA and EGL certified diamonds, engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. Rainbow Jewelers also has wedding bands, birthstone jewelry, mother's rings, all high quality at the best price. Plus, they sell citizen brand watches and offer jewelry repairs. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, King Open Tuesday through Saturday. Stop by Fairfield Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Danville, the South Valley's newest favorite dealership. They have a huge inventory selection. Fairfield Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. See why they're the most talked about dealer in the South Valley. 1409 Montour Boulevard, Danville. Here's a bright idea. Why not use light to carry billions of bits of data per second, making network connections hundreds of times faster and much more reliable? That's just what Pinteladata's fiber optic network does. See the light with Pinteladata, your recommended source of fiber. It's my job to go down the list of all the great things about Beer Boys in Wilkes-Barre. Hmm, let's see. There's 72 beers on draft and the amazing selection of craft beers. And all-day, everyday features. What? Anyway, the food is amazing. So are the all-day, everyday features. I'm trying to concentrate. They have 39 TVs to catch all your favorite teams and the area's best patio. And the area's best all-day, everyday feature. Okay. Visit BeerBoysWB.com for a full list of those amazing all-day, everyday features. Broadheadsville, Chevy Truckville. Broadheadsville, Chevrolet. It's Truck and Car Month. Save up to $10,000 off new Silverado, LT, 4x4 All-Star Double Cab at Broadheadsville Chevy. Or lease it for just $2.99 a month. 
Jason Kerr has new Chevy Sparks from 12900 That's right, 12900 New Sonics from $14,170. All with two-year free maintenance. Save $2,500 on all new crews and Malibus. Plus, our 10-year, 200,000-mile warranty at Broadheadsville Chevy. Jason Kerr says bad credit? We have the banks and the money you're looking for. Silverado save $10,000 or $299 a month. So meet Jason Kerr and his team to get your new car or truck. For details, visit BroadheadsvilleChevy.com. Sing it, Jason. Broadheadsville Chevy Truck Bill. Broadheadsville Chevrolet. If you're looking to get cash for your broken and unwanted jewelry, go to a reputable jeweler who's been in business for a long time. Not one that appeared because the price of gold went up. Bring your broken and unwanted jewelry to Rainbow Jewelers. They're professionals and deal directly with the refiner. Rainbow Jewelers will tell you what your gold's really worth and pay you what it's really worth. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston. Open Tuesday through Saturday. All right, we're back with the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on Sports Hub 102.3 EMBC Sports Radio. Glad you could be joining us on a beautiful fall morning. Got my boys in the uh, studio today. We got Dirty Derek and, of course, Backyard Billy from Backyard Ale House. But I can't help myself, Dirty Derek. <laughs> I cannot help myself when I look at this very creepy, scary, but insanely cool bottle opener, wall-mounted bottle opener for all your fine craft beers, a lot of them that you can find at Backyard Ale House. Um, how awesome this would be in my man cave. It's pretty sweet. And I bet that Mr. David at Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork on Broad Street in Pittston would probably be able to build something real cool. You can get a building. Coffin, a coffin bar looking thing. Wow. That. That's a cool deal. Listen, you're remodeling. You're building a new home. You want your own special touch to your home that nobody else can have? Call my man, David. Back, uh, yeah, backyard. <laughs> well, maybe someday we'll take him to the backyard man, for dinner. Uh, Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork. Check out the showroom, all the fine work that they do. Custom cabinetry, uh, construction of that perfect man cave that you, my friend, with those testicles swinging <laughs> and that goatee on your chin, you deserve a perfect man cave. <laughs> the goatee. Hey, man, I just had to I had to top that off with something. I didn't want to leave on just I had to testicles. top it off with manliness. So, right, you know, cool. goatee is so Well, man. there's a lot of men out there, unfortunately. I don't even want to go there, all right, man? I, I just want to, I'm going to stray away from that. This is awesome. Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork, Broad Street in Pittston. You want to take a look, uh, walk through this showroom and talk to them about building that perfect man cave for you. Dirty Derek, tell them how they can get in touch with King David. You can give them a call. It's 570-654-1461. They'll hook you up. Big time. Especially if you want something real cool to display all your craft beer things. Oh, that's what you need. And whatnot. That's the ultimate little display case. Billy likes displaying things he picks up on all the numerous trips that he takes, right? Yeah. You're like Walter Mitty over there, man. <laughs> In my own head. Or Jay Peterman. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Oh, Jay Peterman. Yeah, you like yeah, looking yeah, at yourself more as a Jay yeah, Peterman hey. backyard, <laughs> Billy. Yeah, that's, yeah, I can, I can, I can get along as with that. There's an air of class to that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, what do you got to drink? All right, we're moving on now. This is from Clown Shoes, and we had on the uh, Pecan Pie Porter a few weeks ago, and this is their Undead Party Crasher, and this is one that's available year-round, but 
You look at the artwork, it's very Halloween-oriented. Uh, Clown Shoes is a fantastic brewery out of Mass, and they do so many th- cool things. Again, it's awesome because they, they're very active on their, their social media and on Facebook, and and they're always posting their new labels, and their artwork is always so awesome. And they, they have a lot of horror-themed artwork, which is really cool, I appreciate. And there's all these really cool things doing, but their beers are, are fantastic. And they, they are a brewery that's not afraid to experiment with crazy different things. And, right. And they have a really loyal following. Um, the issue, I think, that they had to fight up front was just the name of the brewery. It was Clown Shoes. And people were kind of like, what the hell? I love that. I love but this I love brewery. it because, yeah, it's just like it, it really kind of almost is the ethos of them. It was like, who cares? The beer is good. Move on. And that's. <laughs> oh, cool. Exactly. Yeah. It's how it tastes, not yeah. how it looks. And that's, this, this is one of our favorite lines here yeah. at the LHS. But listen, yeah, don't use it. that advice in your dating life, okay? <laughs> don't go that route. That's only good for craft beer and, uh, I guess, maybe food. Heavy metal albums or that's something it. like that. Uh, no, that didn't make any sense. But you know what I'm saying. I, get, I, I, knew, you, I knew what you were throwing down. I did got you it. know that, Backyard Billy? I did. I, I was, I was catching what you were throwing right, down. Do it. Can I see the bottle for this clown shoes, Dirty Derek? Now, if you're one of these scared people that people, what's the fear of clowns? Would oh, they be able to hold this bottle? Would you be able to have fun by chasing around some nimwit? I don't think they have. There's no clowns on. The, I don't know if, I'm trying to think if they have any with the scary clown on it. Not that no, I can think of, which no. would be cool in the do. Yeah. Just to screw with because there are a lot of people that are afraid of clowns. Yeah, but now, you that watch might the, sound like uh, a dumb question, but technically it's a legitimate question. Well, you got to watch that clown union. Remember the American Horror Story thing? Now they're suing them. They're all upset about it. I shouldn't say they're suing, but they're all upset with American Horror Story because they're depicting clowns as frightening well, aren't they? <laughs> That's, I'm like, okay, uh, and your meeting was like held under a little kid's bed, and you're like, like it's like, come on. Uh, <laughs> I, I, all, I can't find the logic in people that, are, you know? I don't know. People just look for a way to get attention, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But do. anyway. But no, this is a really good, this is an American double. This is an imperial stout, but an American stout. The next one we're going to get into is a Russian. Uh, the difference really is with this is like you get a little more chocolate. It's a little more uh, like lactose, kind of creamy, but it's, it's really easy drinking. Now, this is kind of where the... Uh, we're getting to that crest of the show. This is a 10%. The next one, we're going a little over, and we're starting to go down. But this this is a 10% ABV, so it's getting a little bit up there. Um, but really easy drink. And this is a good one to, to sit and sip on for a while. This is not one. Yeah, you don't want to grab this and pound it. Uh, they have this. I think this one's only available in the 22-ounce. The I don't think they have Because they have some that are in a 12-ounce. Yeah, they have this. a lot of, they have, a, I mean, a lot of their packaging's in 22s. Yeah. Um, and uh, this one, I believe, is only in 22. Yeah, I've never seen this one. Now, there, there was a story behind this one. Like, I don't know the exact, now, if, if some of you out there, if you've had, um, they had a beer called Vampire Slayer. And if you've had that, that is this beer. Uh, wow. There was there was an issue. Some kind of lawsuit happened or something over. I don't know if it was the labeling, if it was the name, and they had to change the name and all that. And it was just that kind of stuff goes on. That's what a lot of people don't really know of in the craft beer world. There's a lot of people, uh, very litigious people, because yeah. people get very, you know, this is what we're known for. This is what we're grabbing onto. And, and it's not saying they're being jerks. It's just it's a very, they're it's trying to be, protect their brand yeah, a little they're, bit. They're protecting yeah. themselves because, like, you're a small brewery growing, and you've put the money into investing to protect yourself. You know, you gotta. Well, the cool thing about this label is there's a bunch of zombies yeah. on it, and it, it says "Welcome Trademark Attorneys." <laughs> <laughs> and if you can follow the if undead you know the party story, crasher, yeah. <laughs> and you know the story of the beer, it's like very appropriate. Yeah. Welcome Trademark Attorneys, and they're slaying, they're slaying zombies. <laughs> And I'm sure there's a story behind the, the zombies and everything. Yeah, too, but yeah. What they represent. It's, <laughs> and it's great because it's like that's you, you kind of have to have that. 
you know, it, again, with the ethos of just like, just keep moving, move on, and just we're making good beer and have a laugh at it and just it's what you have to do with this stuff you can't get all no this is what I want to because then you're you're that guy standing in the corner you know stepping your feet and people are just walking past you you just kind of move on and keep doing what you're doing and Clown Shoes has been continually growing year after year after year and you see more and you can just as you go into the stores you see more and more of their beers in the shelves That's here's true. the deal they have great, great line I check this out uh oh as I was growing up my feet were larger than other parts of my body, <laughs> and I would be referred to from time to time as clown shoes, <laughs> and it caused me great mental anguish. <laughs> Are you having a flashback? So you're, you, you I have am, just a, a, I an wa- emotional I de- disconnect I demand, from this brewery. I demand they change their name. <laughs> <laughs> you will hear from my attorney, sir. I demand that because <laughs> I was 14 years old with a size 14 foot. Okay. Did you have Coast Guard approval for those? Uh, see what I mean? <laughs> hey, where's your big red nose? Why would you ask? Because you got those big clown shoes on. <laughs> so being that I am going through a mental breakdown right now since you have mentioned the name of this company, I bet, you know what the sad thing about it is? I bet if I put like one of those please petition with me.com things together, I'd get about 5,000 people yeah. that would oh, say, yeah. I had a really big second toe. Nobody loves the clown. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna get a class action lawsuit together because they made fun of my big feet oh, when God. I was a kid. That is funny, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's an easy way to make some money, I guess. Too. If you're Billy, are you don't bored do- with me? Ah, don't give anybody any ideas. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm being facetious, right? Yeah. If anybody All out right. there is online right now. Stop. I'm with you, Freddy. <laughs> I have big feet, too. They I know the pain. <laughs> I used to trip all the time. My father used to yell at my mother saying, did you bang a clown at the circus that time? <laughs> what? What? I got nothing for it. All right. All right. Well, here's what I'm going to do then. Oh, oh good Okay. Lord. Okay. <laughs> What are you going to do? We're having fun, aren't we? Oh, this is a good time. All right. This is a good time, and you're drinking some great beer here, and it's going to continue. And being that we have this fabulous package to give away to our great listeners out there, or maybe somebody who's just stumbled upon this show for the first time, welcome. Glad that you could be here at the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Welcome to your downfall. Yes. <laughs> that, was, that last bit of comedy you heard, that was free. That was free, too. I'm not even charging you guys for that. I'm not even charging you guys for that. All right, here's the deal. We're going to give away this excellent coffin wall-mounted bottle opener, this great book, Vintage Beer. It looks like it would be fun, at least for me. I get to look at all these nice pictures in it. That would be fabulous. Some cool stickers and this, that, and the other. And this kegaroo. Yeah, you got a little spigot to Is make your own pumpkin cake. Is this going all together? All together. Oh, wow. And the four, the four skull glasses. These four cool skull glasses. It's a, it's a Halloween party package. This, it, why didn't you just tell me this and rather well, than I know, I, I just, just made it up right now. That's why. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> We're giving away a Halloween party package. Well, that would sound a hell of a lot cooler than me running down a list of stuff I really don't even know well, what I'm yeah. talking about. Well, but also, if you just said Halloween party package, it could be anything. Listen, you're, you're embarrassing Backyard Billy. <laughs> Not at all. Not in the least. Come on. All right, man. We're going to take a break. But I want to give this away now to caller number nine. So you have to have the number for the Halophone, 855 Would you like to win this Derek Halloween party package. Be caller number nine right now and you'll get that. 
It's my job to go down the list of all the great things about Beer Boys in Wilkesbury. Hmm, let's see. There's 72 beers on draft and the amazing selection of craft beers. And all-day, everyday features. What? Anyway, the food is amazing. So are the all-day, everyday features. I'm trying to concentrate. They have 39 TVs to catch all your favorite teams and the area's best patio. And the area's best all-day, everyday feature. Okay. Visit BeerBoysWB.com for a full list of those amazing all-day, everyday features. This is a critical message for listeners who need to actually lose 30 pounds or more for legitimate health or personal reasons. Because for the next five minutes, the makers of AF Plus are giving out risk-free trials of their incredibly effective weight loss supplement. It's proven and can cause dramatic weight loss. So only call if you need to lose 30 pounds or more. Call toll-free 1-800-841-5022. Because it's so potent, take no more than capsule once a day. You can expect to experience maximum weight loss, pounds in days. It's all natural, safe, and healthy. But if your weight loss with AF Plus is too dramatic, please decrease use and only take it every other day. For your risk-free trial, you will be given a full-size supply to use absolutely risk-free. Supplies are limited. If you need to lose 30 pounds or more for legitimate reasons, call now, toll-free, 1-800-841-5022. Phone lines will be open for the next five minutes. 1-800-841-5022. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. In times like these, violence in our schools is a reality. So it's important to know how to prevent such tragedies from happening. Talk to your kids. Explain to them the dangers of weapons at school and tell them that if they see a student with a weapon or even hear someone talking about having one, they need to report it immediately. Tell them if something doesn't look right or seem right to you, speak up. Get to know who your child is spending time with and where they are at all times. If you notice that your child has sudden mood or behavior changes or seems to always be angry or sad, talk to a teacher, administrator, or medical professional. Be a role model for them and settle your own conflicts without resorting to violence. Schools should be a safe place for our children. We all need to work together to keep it that way. Let's put an end to these tragedies. Ask your school to adopt an anti-violence program. Visit ncpc.org to learn more on how to keep our children safe. That's ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. All right, we're back here, Beer Geeks Radio Hour, and rolling along as we approach Halloween, man. Going to be a lot of good times. And I have to ask, Backyard Billy, what do you got on tap at the Backyard Ale House for Halloween, man? Well, we have our Halloween party, costume party. Come on down. Should be should be a good time. We got we'll have music rolling, and uh, you know we'll have a, we'll have a blast. What do you what do you got going on? You got some Halloween, <laughs> man. Rocky Horror Show. I'm performing at midnight. You're busy. I know you're busy. You got things to do. Dirty Derek probably as well. I'm performing, man. Performing. Rocky Horror Show, Little Theater of Wilkes-Barre next, uh, well, Halloween night at uh, midnight, man. I'm there. And if I do well enough, like I told you how it was going to roll, guys, I'm going to be on the matinee show. 
I'll be Sunday. on Broadway next week, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, if I was going to get a Tony Award, you don't you think I'd forget about you guys? <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Yep, definitely. <laughs> well, well, I can't forget. I better not forget about our good friend, our caller number nine. He is a lucky bloke. He won this wonderful. What the hell is it called again, Derek? Halloween prize package. All right, my friend. <laughs> are you there, caller number nine? How are you? Oh no, we've wait. No, we've I killed got another Are you one. there, caller number nine? Oh, where is he? Did I? We've killed another listener. What the? Oh, are you there? Caller number nine. Oh. Oh man. no! I hope I didn't do anything bad here. Well, Joe, you won. Congratulations! <laughs> You're a good guy. Hello. And, uh, <laughs> he was excited, and the cool thing he said is that he was going to buy one of these spigots for the the pumpkin keg. Oh, so now he doesn't have to go buy it. Joe is our winner. Caller number nine. Congratulations! See, I don't we, know what I did with this phone thing here. We know, but what I'll figure want. it out in a second. We know what people want, and we get it ahead of time. I, I just like watching want. you panic over the board trying to find <laughs> That's the not funny. Oh, someone, oh, I, I think he's calling back in, maybe. I don't know if that's Joe. It's, is it a, it's a risk. Okay, let's see. Let me see if I can get it on. Joe, is that you? Uh, no, I don't know who it is. I got to find out what I did here. <laughs> All right, how about we go on to the beer? How about we go on to the beer here, man? Drink some beer. All right, so we're staying out. This is now another stout, but this is a Russian Imperial stout. Now, this is from Left Hand. This is their Wake Up Dead. This is one that has a fairly widely known reputation, another one that's available year-round. Uh, 10.2, I believe. This is a little, just a little, yeah, 10.2. So we're just a little tiny bit over the other one. But it has all those notes. But the difference now with the Russian Imperial versus the the uh, American Imperial that we had. Now the difference really is a lot of the flavors going on. Now there's a whole history to the Russian Imperial Stout about they were transporting it from England into Russia, and that's why it's the Russian Imperial because it was for the Queen, and it had to be beefed up. It had to take because she loved stouts, and it had to be brewed in a way to withstand that transition. So they made a really huge stout. So it became the. Uh, Boxes used to be stamped with Russian Imperial because it was for the Russian Imperial court. And the Russian Imperial Stout, that's the name stuck. Um, but it really has a lot more of like a, a licorice, some even some red fruit type characteristics coming through the blend in with the coffee. So that's really the main difference with the, uh, you know, American versus Russian. The, the ABV range is typically about the same, but there's just a little bit more of a flavor profile differentiation. It's a little... Drier, it tends to yeah. Not, this not, one, yeah. especially compared to the undead yeah. party crasher, is definitely a little bit drier finish. Yeah. And, and then the, the mouthfeel too. We were talking about before. Uh, yeah, that mouthfeel is on, on the undead. Is it's yeah. it's almost like um, you know, like someone dumped in a, a half and half. In there. Yeah, it's, it's, it has a lot of creamy, like almost like a chocolatey pie type because it's just so thick and creamy. And with this, you know, the wake up dead is still it still has like a full mouthfeel, but it's just a little thinner. And a little drier on the finish with it, yeah. Versus yeah. It, versus the other one, it just has a little differentiation within that. But I mean, the ABV and everything is still typically within that. But the thing that's cool too with with uh, Left Hand is they have a whole line of nitro beers that they do. Now they're available in the twelve ounce bottles. They have, I think, three, possibly four. Now I know they have uh, Sawtooth, their Milk Stout, and they have Wake Up Dead, all available on nitro. Now it's cool with, with the the nitro is you could actually take it and pour. It's so fun to watch someone pour because you could just take a bottle and just dump it into a glass as aggressively as possible, and it won't overflow. It'll just fill right up, stop, and then just kind of settle itself down. So it's really fun to watch. I want to test that. You want to? There's a bunch of videos online. It's funny to watch. You're like, whoa, 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 and just perfect. And they also have uh, left hand with Rogue. 
uh, uh, collaborated with Spiegelau to make glassware for stouts, like a specific stout glass, which is a really awesome glass. It's really, really delicate. That's the only complaint I would make about it, but it needs to be because of what they're trying to do with it because they want it to be thinner, that your hand kind of warms it up and, and unleashes all the aromatics and all these different things. They put a lot of thought into it. And if you can find that glass, it's it's really worth tracking down. They also put uh, an IPA glass out too. They what do. happened to yours? My IPA, well, I mean, the missus broken because <laughs> <laughs> they're they're very delicate, as I said. Yeah. My stout glass is very carefully, meticulously put away on a shelf that she cannot reach. So we're good. <laughs> but it's it's a really nice glass, and it's really cool that a lot of these brewers are starting to do that. And you're starting to see a lot more. Uh, thought being put out into all these different glasses. Yeah, that's when we talked about yeah. it earlier at the top of the show. Uh, you know, I'm actually drinking uh, from a Chimay chalice today. And Fancy. It, it, ooh, that's, well, that's where you're saying the, the pinky flies yep, up that's where the uh, automatically. <laughs> pinky flies up when you, uh, when you uh, move it towards the mouth. So, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just actually lost a, lost a cherished glass of mine last week oh, at Schneider, no. Schneider oh. Weiss. Yeah. One of a kinder. You it's know. always seven that happens. There's like it's this morning period. Like, oh <laughs> <You> man, because <laughs> like, I'm not gonna get that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know that. You know, well, especially, especially when you have a lot. Yeah, yeah. When imported have, glasses are tough to yeah. get, and, and when you have a lot of them too, it's like oh, it sucks. But I know I have the same exact one with a different logo on it. But yeah. still, <laughs> it's yeah. just there's this party that just kind of like. Oh. But there's a lot more thought going into it because. Uh, with craft brewers getting involved and really seeing like, because a lot of, you know, the shaker pint glasses is one of the worst ways that you can go to a bar and have a beer. Like you need proper glassware depending on what it is. Now, is it going to really, for the average casual beer drinker, is it going to matter? No. It, it, they're not really getting it because they're not going to sit down and swirl the beer and cup it with their hand and huff it a little. That, yeah. That's not, they're not really going to care about that. But the biggest challenge we have with serving customers is that, um, you know, if a lot of, you know, a lot of times we'll have a 10 or 12 or 15% ABV beer on, and then we'll do it in a, in a chalice pour yeah. and they, you know, it's more for a quantity standpoint. Yeah. Like, we don't want you to drink, oh, yeah. you can't drink a whole 16 pint of ounces of this. <laughs> yeah. We want you to drink eight ounces of yeah. this because you're going to be rocked. Um, that's that's the biggest yeah. challenge is is just getting people to consume the right amount of quantities in a sitting yeah. for a particular beer. Because a lot of people don't think of it, and it also has to take into consideration the palate fatigue that you're going to get yeah. with some of, these, some of these beers that are high. You know, we're finishing off with Rumpkin next, which is going to be interesting. But yeah. that's one that you can have, you know, real palate fatigue from because there is so much going on in one beer that it can really hit you, like the ABV can hit you, but also your palate, you can get, you know, your palate can get worn out over time yeah. that you're just like not really sensing all these different things going on because it's just stuck and it's locked because there's just- I've worn my palate out many times. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but there's just so much going on in some of these beers that you kind of have to have a smaller pour. You know, uh, one of the reps um, who was at our Fall Fest, they brought in, they had a Sam Utopius in the truck. Oh, oh yeah, and your brother got, was telling me last week. You had yeah, to try some. We, we, uh, we tried to. I'll tell you what, that, uh, the, I, the, you know, first time <laughs> having it, that actually burned my eyes, the amount of alcohol that was in it. It was yeah. like, but it was very oh, delicious. Yeah, there was so much. I was so happy when we were able to have some of that for the show. It was, yeah. it's, oh, it's so good. There, there's I've so been much having dreams that. about it. It's like one of those beers that I'm like, oh, 
just I gotta get <laughs> I still have a bottle at the house <laughs> I'm not giving you my address but I'm t- <laughs> but he's got a bottle but, at the house but there, there's a lot of these like I'll, I'll you know we'll talk a little bit more about it when we get into the rum can about the high ABV like how you get there and all these things but there is a lot when you get into that realm besides the fact of you know if you're not respecting of that beer it's gonna really kill you but mm-hmm. um you have to have that ability to take a step back and sip on it and let all the flavors kind of slowly come in and not just, that's not a beer that you're going to sit down and uh, shotgun. You're not going <laughs> to yeah. jam a key into the one end of the can and crack open the other end. That's not a beer to do that with because there's too much going on. What do you mean? You need to, <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean I need to sip on this? Right. But there's just so much within some of those beers that you, you're not going to get if you're just drinking it quickly. You're not going to get, and, and it also is a beer that changes as they warm up. Like all the beers we've had here, all of these beers change as they warm up out of, you know, when you come out of the fridge. Some of these, a lot of these, these stouts, the last two especially, they're, they're good to take out at like about an hour before you're going to drink them, actually. Take them out of the cooler, let them get a little bit closer to room temperature. Then you're really going to experience those beers because what a lot of people don't think really think of because when you're coming from the, the mass marketed beer that you're supposed to have cold and it's supposed to be blue and then, you know, all those flavors, they want it that way because the flavors of that beer aren't very pleasing and they're locked in when they're cold. But when they warm up, it's going to, like, I mean, if anyone has ever had, uh, you know, trunk aged beer as <laughs> I've, as I have been unfortunate to have, it, it's, a, it, there's all these awful flavors going on within those kind of beers that when they're closer to room temperature, whereas a lot of these, when you're getting into the craft beer realm and you're getting into higher ABV, the closer they are to room temperature, the more of what the brewer wanted you to taste is what's yeah, going on. Yeah, if and some, if some brewery wants you to be specific about yeah. a temperature, they'll actually have it on yeah. the label. You'll, you'll, look at, you know. you'll, you'll see that in a lot of labels. Like, you know, do you have to get a thermometer out and spot no. check? No, but it's just giving you an idea of like, okay, this is better closer to room temperature or this is better closer to taking out of the fridge. Or what it's intended for. Yeah, what, like that's what they intend you. That's when you're going to get the utmost, you know, top experience of this beer and this is another like wake up dead is just fantastic and a lot of people that love stouts if you haven't had this this is one yeah this is very good yeah I, I, my, my particular Russian Imperial is uh, is Rasputin uh-huh, Lost Coast rest, yeah. yeah I mean that, that that is a you know for me maybe it's because it's probably one of the first enjoyable Russian Imperials that yeah. I had you know 12, yeah, 14 years ago and, there are and, a lot that's, that's the other thing too is throw it out because like a lot of Russian Imperials People have probably had some and just been like, all I remember is it burning my throat. <laughs> <laughs> they're, when they're, they're higher ABV like this, there's some that are just, it, it burns. Yeah. And, but they're not all that way. So don't, uh, don't write off the style. If you had one that was like that, that probably wasn't a great one. So try a couple other ones. I like try this, like Wake Up Dead or, or Old Rescue. Yeah, this is very so, approachable. Yeah. Yep. It's an approachable beer that both of you fine gentlemen are enjoying. Absolutely. It's all yes. good stuff. I'm waiting for a friend <laughs> to call in. I do have a friend that's calling in because oh. I just want to check and make sure that I'm on the board here oh, properly. I'm doing it. He better be paying attention. He better call in. You get it figured out, you think, or what? Yeah, oh. I think I did. I think I know what I what I did wrong. I don't want to say what I did wrong because <laughs> I hung it's up a on real <laughs> stupid thing, and I'm hoping that it was something complicated. Like the mute button? <laughs> well, I'm hoping that that's not the case. Like I said, I'm hoping that that's oh. not the case, but it may possibly be. And like I said, he he's, should be calling any second now. 
So are we, are we supposed to stall now? And then no, to... I'm not stalling. I'm just explaining to you why, you, you know, I might be fidgety over here. No, oh, he's, call, he's calling. That's, he's calling. When you're fidgety, that's when you're at your best. Man. All right, <laughs> man. Well, going to take that as a compliment. Let's, Let's see, see if this is my boy. Hello, paper. Is this you? Oh. Hello? Oh, paper. Hey, paper. What's the mute button? All right, shut up. <laughs> All right, now, I got on the phone. You made a comment earlier before, um, Dirty Derek. We're on the air now, by the way, Jackie Paper, okay? Watch All your right, mouth. You got it. All right, you know who this is, don't you, Dirty Derek? I know oh, I who do. it is. Do you? <laughs> I remember you. This is Jack from Jack's Northeast Music. He has a great, he has Taylor Day going on there. Find your own fit Taylor, man. It's going on. He has over 800 guitars there today just to look at and jam out with. Right, Jackie Paper? Uh, <coughs> yeah, 800 of them. <laughs> 8,000? Yeah. Over 100 Taylors here in the store. We got Zach Arntz in from uh, California. Uh, we have a little over 60 guitars of our own, and then Zach brought in a bunch more. Wow. So if anybody is looking for a Taylor guitar, Northeast Music Center is the place to be today. Yeah, it definitely is. Now, Jackie, do you remember that time you did the closet <laughs> with me? You, well, you did them many times, but we had Derek come in, and he sat in, and you offered. Yeah. Remember, he brought himself, of course, he brought himself a beer. Did you uh, share any of that beer with I Jack? I did. I did. He did not share yes, any beer I, with me. Yes, I did. He sat over in the corner, and he wouldn't let anybody touch <laughs> it. Oh. Yeah, you were pretty protective of that bottle. Yeah, I kicked Chaz in the shins, too, when he went for it. I, that was funny. <laughs> that was cool. But here's the deal. Um, Jackie Paper, that after that bottle was finished, because I want to prove something to you here in oh, Backyard God. Billy. Okay. Jackie Paper took the time to offer Dirty Derek... Is that, the trunk, beer. is that the trunk beer? Yeah, see, it's notorious about your the notorious <laughs> am still light trunk beer, Jackie Paper. You have given Freddie comedy for, for years. <laughs> I use There's this. nothing wrong with trunk beer. <laughs> I know that because you're not a beer snob. Now, no. no, but I remember when you offered him. Do you remember how he reacted when you offered him the warm am still light? Oh, yeah. it, it, it was like, it, it was like uh, offering. You know, the, the the lowest form of a beer possible. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> you know, my nose was in the air. You know, I, I was I was kind of let down. <laughs> so uh, I a, broke another one's heart. I, I went home. I had a nightmare that night. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it, 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 it's, it's still every once in a while it plays on me. I have to. It's kind of like It's kind of like jamming out. It. And breaking breaking a string on your tailor, <laughs> yeah, in the middle of a you know a, a climax oh. on your song, you know, it's just like ping. See, I just oh. want that story to get out there from Jack's <laughs> point of view of the discovery of the beer snob. I won't say any names. I'll just point and whistle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good stuff. Jackie Paper, have a great time with all those Taylor guitars today. You're going to learn a lot if you're an acoustic musician. You definitely want to go out and check Jack's Northeast Music today and um, have some fun with it. Thanks for calling in there, Jackie Paper. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Anytime. And thanks for pr right. proving that our boy here is a beer snob. God. Still don't know what I'm doing. I'm sorry I had to do that. <laughs> no, Dirty no, Derek. I understand. that. That's what the whole point of this is. Sometimes I just had to, re I had to reach out. You know, I love more than anything being reminded that I'm a jerk. No, <laughs> man, I'm not calling you a jerk, especially when you gave me such a great birthday present today. Man, hands Billy. Um, well, I didn't leave the building yet, so you better, you know. I'm going to go check on it right now. I'm going to go grab it while you pop open. How many more fun beers do we have today, Derby? Just one more. Just one more, and that's going to be, that's it's all. It's a we, monster. Yeah, it's a. <laughs>
It's all we need is one more. All we need is one more. And if it's a monster, I guess we got to talk a lot about it, don't we? Oh, we got a lot going on with that one. Okay, well then, Dirty Derek, are you ready to pour that bad boy? Yeah, it's let's a do process it. opening it up. What a great! Oh, you can hear all the sound effects, man. It's like class. Oh yeah, there you go. It's like a that? live commercial. Wasn't that great, that was Billy? Awesome. Hearing that. Wow. <laughs> and the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that's background noise. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> He's got to make sure that every every ounce from his glass. All right, now this, Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now, this is one uh, that is most certainly a sipping beer. Now, this is from Avery Brewing Company. This is their Rumpkin. Now, this is when they come out. This was their batch. This is the fourth batch of them. They've only been doing it for four years. Now, with, what's interesting with this, um, and I'll get into it with the brewing of it, but it ranges from year to year because of how it's done. It ranges from 15% to 18%. Uh, last year's actually was a little bit over 18%. This one is 16.73% ABV, so this is one that you need to take your time with. But uh, And this is one I will say, you know, the pumpkin beer style is very approachable for anybody, no matter what your background is. But this is one that uh, I would say is not as approachable You're coming at it from a uh, I've never had a craft beer standpoint. This would be one that you take a sip of, and it might be a little too dominating for you. You don't... Uh, you haven't graduated yet, I guess. So put it that way. No, it's a, it's 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 a twelve ounce bottle, but it's a it's a bottle you share with four people. Yeah, yeah. You need to, <laughs> or three to sip on. Yeah, <laughs> this is one you need to sip on. Now, what this is is an imperial pumpkin ale aged in rum barrels. Now, that's how when you see a lot of these beers that are you know, like one twenty is up to eighteen percent. When you get into these these beers that are double digit, you know, over fifteen percent. Uh, it, it, there's a dif- there's a difference with that. With a lot of them are barrel aged, and that's how they beef up that ABV because the yeast that you use in a beer is becomes in a toxic environment when you get over twelve percent alcohol. For a lot of these yeasts, it's a toxic environment, and they will just die, and you won't get your beer up to that point. So you have to really get into you know. There's yeast that you can keep propagating and keep building up, and they'll they'll be able to beef themselves up a little bit. Um, but a lot of times you get into barrel aging to get this the ABV up. And, and like we were talking about before with Utopias, they actually barrel, I think, seven different barrels they go through. Because what they're trying to do, you know, when we had uh, Drew Curtis, when he called in, talking about the Woot Stout, and he was talking about uh, down in Kentucky, there's a barrel that was sitting there that was a used one. And you put something in that, it'll suck out what's left in that barrel. So that's what this does, is they're putting this Imperial Pumpkin into a rum barrel and it's pulling out the rum characteristics, but also pulling out the alcohol. And that's how this is getting beefed up to the point of 16.7. And that's also why a lot of these beers that you see that are this high in ABV range year to year. If you kept a sample of all the bottles, you're going to see a different ABV every year because they have to be reliant upon what barrels they get because it's going to be different all the time. If you know, I, I'm assuming they're going to get you know first usage or second usage barrels are going to be consistent with that. But some of the smaller breweries might not be able to always get first use barrels. They might get you know second, third use, and that's going to range of like how much ABV is going to get pulled out of those. So there's a lot of that variation going on within it. But that's how a lot of these beers get to that that high ABV area. It's not brewed like a typical beer. It'll start out that way, but then other things are getting pulled into it. 
but I guess we'll talk about this one now, though. Yeah, that, right. I mean, that's more of an. I mean, y- y- what an art form that is. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you know, there's to science have. to it, but it, it it's a, it's an art as much as unto yeah. itself. You, you know, have to have so much knowledge. We're actually going to be. Um, we won't be talking about as as this as much, but we're talking about barrel age, and we're doing. We have New Belgium coming up, I believe, in December, and we're going to be talking to. Uh, Lauren Salazar handles their barrel aging program. We're going to really get into sours and barrel aging and all that, it, mm. you know, the science behind it. It's, it's a really, you have to know what you're doing with that and taking samples along the way, getting an understanding of what is coming out of the barrel and then understand a, a blend because you're going to blend different barrels back into each other. And it's just. Right. Uh, and being that you can't take one, like um, one recipe and just roll with it and that be the set standard for a craft beer when you're trying to create something new. Can you imagine the notes upon notes upon oh, notes yeah. oh, that yeah. have been taking in the whole process of creating that beer and getting it to a point where you would want to release it to the public? Yeah. The notes yeah. and just everything learned. A lot of times they, they blended. So, yeah. so that way, you know, because each each barrel is going to produce a der- different characteristics. So, a lot of times they 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 blend them. So that way, you know, they'll mix a little bit of this, they'll right. mix a little bit of that, and what they'll try to do is try to get, you know, somewhat of a consistent product. Yeah. But it's still going to vary. It's, right. It's, it's, it's truly an art form. Yeah. You might have a barrel that comes in at like nineteen percent ABV. Yeah, yeah. And and that's what when when Drew called in talking about Wootstow, that's what I was saying. When they did all the specs for that beer. They thought it would come in at about 12%, I think is what he said. But when they actually did it, did the barrel aging, and then bottled it, it came in at 13.5% because it took on more of the... And that's just what happens. So that's why a lot of these breweries give themselves a range of that. And what's nice, like this one actually, last year I remember having, there was a lot more rum in it. This one I don't taste as much rum this year. It's a little sweeter. It is sweet. I'm getting vanilla, a lot of vanilla notes in it. There's vanilla. It's actually, you know, the one I had last year was the first year I had, and that's all I had to go on. I just remember there was a lot more rum characteristics. Like I said, it was 18-something percent last year. So it's, it's a little lower this year, but it's actually... I think some of the people have put on Facebook that's a little too sweet for them. It is this one is a little mm-hmm. sweeter. Mm-hmm. I can see that. This actually might not be as you know. This might be a little more approachable than I remember it being for some people. You know, it's new to it. Yeah, and, and it is. And, and guess at this at this you know ABV percentage and how how sweet it is. I, I think this beer can can mm-hmm. probably go down in your cellar and stick around oh, for yeah. you, you know for several for years. And yeah. there's not as there's not a lot of heat. Like last year, I remember there's no a there's more not heat. much burn to it. Yeah, no. there's, there's not a lot of heat coming in, which is that's amazing yeah. when you consider that that what alcohol it is, percent, yeah. what it is, and not to have that alcohol burn. It's a it's actually a terrifically yeah. crafted beer, and it's cool because it actually came out this year too with another one called Pumpkin. Um, P-U-M-P-K-Y-N, which is actually a barrel-aged imperial porter with pumpkin. And uh, I have a bottle that I haven't cracked that one open yet, but like that, that's, I think that one's 18-something percent. That's a little bit higher. But, you know, Avery is one of the breweries that loves doing these big, big beers. Like they have The Beast, they have Mephistopheles, they have yeah. Ollie's. Metal, Maharaja. Yeah, that's mighty heavy metal over oh, yeah. there. It definitely yeah. is some cool stuff. And they have a lot of those beers, and a lot of them are, you know, fifteen and percent and higher. And they're great for aging. Like you know, as, as I was saying before, with that the vintage beer book we're giving away today, it uh, or we gave away, gave away. It's passed now. Hey Joe, what do you know? But, he won himself <laughs> a Halloween prize package. But that'll get into all that when you get a, a beer that's that high in ABV. They're perfect for aging. Right, and a lot of them you'll see they'll they'll either come with like some type of top on that's a little different, you know, either it's wrapped in foil, I mean, which doesn't hold out too much oxygen, or or they're dipped in wax, and that's really good because they can age out for a while. And it's cool because in that book it actually goes through how some of these beers 
uh, you know, deteriorate over time. What flavors? Yeah. I mean, that's a great trick that you, you know, you taught me the wax, uh, the wax trick. I, you know, to me, I never thought of that, yeah. but you know, f- you know, I still haven't done it. With all the stuff <laughs> but it's up here. here. It's, it's in the head. Yeah, no, but it's, it's terrific. So yeah. I got to. I don't know where I have, like, what do you do, melt down a candle or, like, do you go to the wax <laughs> store? Nice smelling yeah. candle again. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I'll be right back. I'm going to the wax store. I need yeah. to go to Yankee Candle. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. Yankee Candle was closed, so I went to yeah. Ted's wax store. <laughs> Do you need anything from Joe's Thread Shop? If you're if you're gonna attempt to do that by yourself, you know, get non scented, just standard wax. You can get at like a craft store and just kind of melt we it need down. To right insert, it do you it. need to insert your please don't please don't try this at home? But you know, uh, yeah, if slow. you're if you're gonna burn yourself on wax, then that's your own fault. <laughs> I'm not gonna say because no. you're then then you should you should also should not handle right. a candle if you're gonna that's burn so yourself. Sure. On so wax. true. You should just kind of know what's going on with that one. But no, this you know this is one I would say if you if you like pumpkin beers, this is definitely one to try to step it up a little bit. There's a lot going on. It's a lot more complex than your average pumpkin beer. But uh, you know, don't don't uh, sit down and gulp down a bottle by yourself. If no, you're, split it with friends. Yeah, this split is a this great one, and it, it's just there's a lot going on. You can really sit and talk about and kind of get into all this stuff, and it's really nice. You know, this time of year. Would you guys say that beers? Quite the special occasion kind of beer, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, definitely. They're, they're I think they're around fifteen dollars a bottle, fifteen twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah they're, they're a little pricier too for a twelve I mean, ounce I know, bottle. I but know their case is running yeah. around two eighty somewhere wow. in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a special occasion for most of yeah. my friends. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's it, that's why it's good to have one. I know to split we, with we have and, it at the bar. I, I don't know where it's. Yeah, it's, 18, it's, it's a little pricier just because of you know it's also limited. Like they they actually put on here too, and how many. Oh, they didn't put it on this year. Usually they put on how many cases were actually made yeah. of it, but this is the, the bottle. We, we actually have a case at the bar, and, right. and we actually ended up getting a sixthle. So oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. All right, we're guys. Gonna, we're going to end up putting that on draft at some point. Oh, well, so. then they get down there and try it on draft. Yeah. That'd be interesting to try. Well, that'd be cool. Here's the deal, boys. Getting ready to wrap up this show. It was phenomenal. A lot of fun. (laughs) I had a blast. I couldn't beat this with a wooden stick today. So I'm glad that you guys were here to join it with me, uh, join in with me. Thank you once again for the great uh, uh, birthday present, the belated birthday present, Derek. That was awesome. My Keith Richards t shirt and my official book. you know, what would Keith Richards do? I live my life by that. So he picked up by it on it. And, uh, Thank you, man, very much. We had a great time. Jack, have a good time today. Thanks for calling in, Joe, our winner of our fabulous prize package that we gave away. And remember, my friends, if you're looking for that perfect man cave, you need that custom kitchen, you're remodeling, you want to get her off your damn back, call my friend David. He'll take care of it for you at Celtic Cabinetry in Millwork, Broad Street in Pittston. Dirty Derek, tell them real quick how they could hook up for a trip through the showroom. Give them a call, 570-654-1461. Excellent. Excellent backyard Billy here with us today, having a lot of fun. Oh, what a ball. Enjoying this some fine beer, man. I'm glad you were here, Billy. Good to be here. It's good to be seen, and I, I still can't believe I wasted another hour. Like <laughs> yeah, this. well, I'm glad that you did, bro. Living the dream. No, just that's it. <laughs> Here's another. the deal, my friends. We're doing it up backyard alehouse. Check them out for Halloween as well as tonight or any night during the week. Uh, remember, we have uh, the tents up, the heat lamps are out. Yeah. You want to go outside, enjoy a little outside in downtown Scranton at the backyard alehouse for the rest of the guys. WHBS, WHBS, I'm fast Freddy, bye. HD1.